the tale teller. Let me tell you a story. A storytelling podcast narrated by Glenda Villamar. Episode 1, The Goat. Story written by Sean Moreau. My phone rang at 3 a.m., jolting me out of my sleep. I fumbled for my phone and answered it. Hello? I said, through that still, sleeping deep voice we all get when waking up. It was my mother. Oh, honey, she said, and I could tell that she was crying. Your father just passed. Please fly down here as soon as you can. I agreed and hung up. It took a little while to process. I showered, dressed, and packed in a fog. I had a quick breakfast, then climbed into a taxi headed for the airport. I got on the plane and began my flight from New York to my mother, who lived in Iowa. During the plane ride, I started thinking about my childhood, about how both my parents were hardcore farmers. Of course, my dad always wanted me to take over the farm, but I had what he called fancy bullshit big city dreams. I was starting to fill up with regret about not calling him as often as I should have. Sadly, it's too late now. When I arrived, I went to the car rental place, collected my car, and drove down to my parents' farm. I was nervous for many reasons, the biggest being I can't believe he's gone. I felt a single tear roll down my cheek and sniffed hard to keep myself from breaking down. The last thing my mom needed was to see me like this. I had to be strong. I finally got to the house. My mom was waiting outside for me. I ran to her and embraced her tightly. Her body shook with the force of her crying. I held tighter and told her it was going to be okay. After she calmed down, she walked with me into the house. Your room is all set, kiddo, she said, sniffing back her tears and forcing a small smile. Despite the circumstances, it was good to be back home where I grew up. Then she hit me with another bombshell. Your dad left the farm to you, and his last wish was that you would help me take care of it, at least for a little while. I stared at my mother for a bit. Oh, Mom, I don't know, I started to protest. But after looking into her face, it really made it hard to say no. We sat inside the house and talked it over. We settled on the deal where I would stay and help for a few months, and then I would head back to New York. The first few days were horrible, as I showed my lack of what my dad would call real work. I was really not cut out for this shit. Why did I agree to this fucking nonsense? After a few days, I started getting the hang of it. It started to become fun, until I met the goat. I had dealt with the other animals without much problems. The chickens, the pigs were all pretty easy to grasp, what to do for them. The goat stood there, still, and stared at me. The fucking thing was staring at me. For some reason, I felt very odd, but I shrugged it off, laughing to myself. Some farmer I was getting spooked by a goat. I went to him and started to pet him. I looked into his eyes and said, Aw, you're not so bad. I then cringed at my shitty joke then laughed out loud, but to myself. Then the goddamn thing ran at me and bit my hand. I stepped back, grabbing my hand, and tripped on the bucket behind me, falling right on my ass. 
I looked at my hand, and it was bleeding badly. I headed into the house. My mother laughed for a good few minutes. Making a good first impression, I see. She laughed so hard she snorted. That led to both of us laughing and hugging. After I cleaned the bite, I was happy to see that it was not that bad once the blood was washed away. But it hurt like a motherfucker. But I was a farmer, at least for a few months, so I sucked it up and carried on. Then the next day I noticed the area around the bite had these fine, almost naked-to-the-eye thin black hairs around it. But it didn't hurt, so I just re-wrapped the hand in gauze and went about my daily chores. But after about a week or so, my hand started hurting worse. And when I took off the gauze to wash and clean it, I noticed that more of those hairs growing not just around the area of the bite like before, but from inside my hand. What the serious fuck is going on here? I said out loud. It was just a small bite. No way it should be hurting still, or growing hairs. I called the local doctor, Harvey, and after he spoke the cliché, I almost didn't know it was you, and the always overused, You have sure grown into a fine man, blah blah blah, I showed him the bite, and the hairs that were now almost as long as a trimmed beard. He looked at me confused. I have never seen that reaction to a bite, he said, scratching his head. So after a few tests, he still had no idea what was wrong with me. It became clear that I had to go back home to New York and have a real doctor look at this. I packed my stuff up, and after a tearful goodbye with my mother, I was headed back to the airport. Back home, and going to get some answers, or at least I fucking hope so, I spent the next week going from doctor to doctor, and still nobody had any fucking clue as to what happened. Fucking great, I thought. Then maybe a month of this hand, not getting better, but worse, I also noticed other odd things starting to happen. The hairs that were once on the bite, only, started to sprout up on my chest and other places on my body. I started to really feel freaked the fuck out. What the hell was wrong with me? As the weeks went by, I started to have these nightmares about the goat standing over my dead body, eating my insides and smiling. The fucking thing had a smile. About a week or so after the nightmares started, so did the headaches. Horrible shooting pains in the front of my forehead. I called my doctor, and he gave me painkillers. They helped at first, but after a month I was still getting these headaches but I noticed something else. I started getting two huge pimples about four or five inches apart in the center of my forehead. They didn't hurt unless I touched them. It felt like something firm was behind them. And if I pressed on them, holy shit did that hurt. I was really starting to lose it. The nightmares, the hairs on my body, even the pimples, full-on bumps, was what I had to deal with, all growing worse and worse. My girlfriend also started to notice that I now had an odd habit of chewing on stuff like pen caps and things like that. I never did anything like that before. Matter of fact, chewed up pens, etc. was a pet peeve of mine. Then it got really bad. My girlfriend was hanging out watching TV. I had went outside to take out the trash. The last thing I remember was this horrible pain from the bumps on my head. Then I passed out. 
I woke up to my girlfriend screaming, What the fuck are you doing? From what she told me, I was gone for quite a while, so she went outside in the backyard where the trash was kept and found me sitting on the ground, eating the garbage. I was eating fucking garbage. I broke down and cried. I have no idea what is wrong with me. Please, help me, Rachel. She held me tight and agreed to help me. Her idea of help was getting me to see her shrink. After I explained everything to him, he told me, Maybe this is your regret or grief over your dad manifesting into these nightmares. But when I asked him how he could explain the physical things that were happening to me, he of course didn't have an answer. It's been almost four months since all this started. My girlfriend left me. After, for no reason, I lowered my head and slammed it into her head, causing her to get knocked out. She agreed not to call the cops, but I lost her. My life was falling apart, and I had no idea why. After the same nightmare where the fucking goat was eating my corpse, I again woke up in a cold sweat. But this time I noticed two things. The pain and pressure of the normal headache I would get after the nightmare was not there. And there was blood on my pillow. I had fallen asleep face down. I ran to the mirror, and what I saw stopped me in my tracks and caused my blood to run cold. The two bumps on my head, well, they had turned into fucking horns. I screamed and passed out again. I awoke several hours later, sitting in front of my TV, and I noticed the stabbing pain in my jaw. I looked down, and I was eating a tin can. A fucking tin can. I was chewing like it was gum. Not knowing what else to do, I called my mother. The phone rang and rang until it was picked up. Hello, said the sweet voice that gave me comfort for the first time in months. Mom, something is wrong with me. I have been having odd things going on ever since the goat bit me. I paused to take a deep breath. That fucking thing did something to me. I even started growing black hairs like his. There was a long pause. Then she said, Sweetie, the only goat we have here is not black. She started to say something else, but she stopped right in the middle of what she was saying. And I heard her let out a blood-curdling scream. Then I heard the phone fall to the floor, followed by my mother screaming, and this sound like someone was ripping through the cardboard. Mom? Mom, are you there? What happened? I yelled, but no answer but I heard the sounds of heavy breathing. Then I heard something that made me get cold all over. <laughs> there was only one thing to do. I had to go back to the farm. I covered my horns with a knit cap and headed on the next flight to the farm. When I got there, I ran into the house and found my nightmare come to life. But instead of my body being eaten by this fucking goat, it was my mom's. I ran down to the barn and grabbed the only weapon one would have in a barn, a pitchfork. I ran back to the house. The goat was still there. I yelled at the top of my lungs, I'm going to kill you, you fucking goat piece of shit! Then what happened next stopped me dead. Voice come from the mouth of the goat. Not any way to talk to your father. 
Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with a new tale to tell. If you would like to hear more works by Sean Moreau, please check out the Morbid Forest podcast. If you have a work that you would like narrated and put in this podcast, please contact me.